Welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson. I'm here to encourage you in your walk with God. Thank you for joining in. Today's podcast is sponsored by Cunningham Financial Group. John Cunningham is a friend of mine and a brother in Christ, and he can help you with financial decisions and future planning. He's been a big help to me and my family, and I commend him to you. You can reach him at 205-913-1720. I am so thankful you're here, so let's get started. Welcome, and thanks for joining in today. So today's topic, the infinite game, admittedly is a little bit complex. We'll have to kind of layer it in piece by piece. But a couple of things come to mind on that. One, last week we just basically talked about gratitude, which was really simple and straightforward. So maybe you'd like a little extra challenge today. And then two, on a personal level, when all of this came into focus for me, it immediately had an impact. I think by the time we get to the really practical stuff at the end, you will already have a clearer view of how to judge success in your life and a clearer picture on what you're actually striving for. There is something kind of reassuring and liberating to know that your proof of victory is not necessarily on the clock. In most cases, you don't have to become an entirely different person by the end of this week or your marriage is over. You don't have to earn a certain amount of money by the end of the year or completely lose everything that you have. You certainly don't have to beat someone else. Comparing yourself to them and winning with relation to them to truly have a winning and profitable and wonderful life. As we explain these things today, it may help you to take a break when you need to, to back away, to go and collect your thoughts or refocus on what you're doing. It's not about grinding out harder than everyone else to come out ahead of them. It's more about laying out a process of living that is consistent, that is consistently growing, and that is built to last. And the victory is in the longevity. It's in constantly becoming a better version of a previous self. So let me back up a bit and give you some ideas that can help clarify all of this. The Infinite Game is a book written by Simon Sinek in 2019. I like Simon. I've used him in several episodes. Always speak last. Start with why. He's really great. Before I'd really dug in on his concepts of finite versus infinite games, I heard him do a short presentation where he told a very basic story, and it went like this. Two lumberjacks chop wood all day. They both show up at the exact same time in the morning to start work, and they both quit at the same time every evening. But one of the men disappears for an hour right in the middle of every day. And this is actually really frustrating for the other guy, who doesn't take any breaks, Yet day after day, at the end of the day, the guy who disappears ends up cutting the most wood. So finally, the guy has had enough. He said, you've got to help me understand. We show up at the same time. We do the same job. We quit at the same time. You disappear in the middle of the day, and you always produce more than me. What are you doing when you disappear? And he simply said, I'm sharpening my axe. Now look, that's a super simple story, and I almost titled this episode Sharpening Your Axe because there are some very easy applications from that story. You can almost see the one guy frustrated that he keeps losing day after day. And so when the other man walks off, 
He chops harder than ever. He is competing, and he keeps losing. And you can see the other guy not paying any attention at all. He chops wood for a few hours. He goes off and does what he needs to do. He's not comparing himself to the other guy. He's going and doing the thing that can help make him better. He's tending to the things that he knows are important to make him the best version of himself that he can possibly be, and it keeps paying dividends every single day. And I just think, I know which guy I need to be. I don't need to be the grinder, the comparer, the one who's always competing, who can only access the drive to fight with an adversarial spirit. I want to be the guy who can self-assess. You know what? My axe is worn down. I'm no good right now. I need to go sharpen the axe. Yeah, the other guy's going to keep cutting, but eventually he'll just wear himself out. Burnout is a major problem in almost every industry. I need to focus on doing what I do the best that I can, and that means working smarter, not harder. I can see the other guy swinging that dull axe with all of his might, expending so much more energy and getting far diminished results. So anyway, that story is a brief introduction into the infinite game, but let me give you more of a description based on some of the things that Cynic and others have shared. The finite game is very easy to describe. You know all of the players involved, the rules are set, the duration is set, it has a beginning, it has a procedure and an end, and when it ends, there is a winner and there is a loser. The objective is to win. The perfect example would be a baseball game. We know the players involved, the rules of the game, you get nine innings. At the end of nine innings, the game is over. Somebody gets a W, someone else gets an L. You can't say, hey, can we add a few more innings? I think I'm just now figuring it out. But of course, the purpose isn't to figure it out or get better. It's just to beat the other person. A lot of people approach everything like that. The place that they work with their fellow employees, sibling rivalry, Even preachers can exhibit behavior of trying to win. I want you to compare that to the infinite game. The infinite game has known players and also unknown players that can be involved. There are certainly rules, and some of them are unchangeable, but some of them do change over time. But the objective is just to keep playing. The objective is for the game to never end, to keep going and to keep growing. The objective is not to get to a certain time and stop and say, I win. The goal is to prove that you're winning through consistency and by developing better versions of yourself. In the infinite game, your competition is the you of yesterday. In the finite game, your competition is someone else. Simon Sinek, in one of his speeches, compared this to war, and I'll update his example to make it more relevant. There is a long war going on between Ukraine in the country of Ukraine, against the invading neighbors of Russia. The Russians are playing a finite game. They are fighting against someone else. Their objective is to defeat them, to initiate attacks, and for the war to end with victory. War is over, and we get the land. Of course, therein lies a weakness from their approach, that as the war drags on and the objective is not reached and the end does not come, they become very weary because they were in it for a short, finite objective and time frame. The Ukrainians are not playing that game. They're playing the infinite game. Their goal is to keep existing. Their goal is to remain free 
to go forward and grow forward as a nation. They don't want to compete with Russia. They're not initiating this fight. They're not interested in a competition for a period of time with a prize. They just want to be here 50 years from now. So, as you may know, this thing has dragged out for a long time. It's been eight months. And while the Ukrainians were outmatched in every feasible metric, they were not outmatched in heart. They weren't in it for three months to see what they could do. They're in it for their lives, for their children, for their posterity, for decades to come. Again, the Infinite Games objective is to determine victory by longevity. So they're in it to keep going. And you know what? They're winning. They're winning at a game that they didn't even want to play. And they're doing it with a steady, emotional, committed heart. And I hope that helps you understand what we're talking about here. It can be any of the categories you and I so frequently address. It can be your home life, your family, your marriage. It can be your job, your income, your investments. It can be your health, your body, your life, how you are as a vessel for the Lord. It can be your faith, your devotion to God. To the extent that the objective is short-term, to the extent that the only way to win is to get to some point or beat out someone else or prove something by the end of the year or this time next year, you are creating vulnerabilities by playing that finite nine-inning game with a winner and a loser at the end. But what if the goal was to just get better? I don't know exactly what that's going to look like by the end of the year, but I'm doing things every day that I know I need to do. Maybe I'm taking that time out every day to go sharpen my axe, whatever that might be. Maybe I've stopped grinding and rushing and trying to achieve something in the short term, and I've started working on my mental health, or more quality time with my spouse, or just reading the word, experiencing the presence of God. Sure, my goal is a good marriage today, but my bigger goal is to be married and serving God and better than we've ever been with no time limit on it. There's not some date where you prove whether you were successful or a failure. The game is to stay in it, grow in it, learn through it, and pursue things that please God and help you cultivate your talents. Now, here is a huge key to this, and we've talked about it in previous episodes. This basically eliminates the concept of comparing yourself to other people. Like one of those competitions at work where we see who can lose 20 pounds the fastest. We are comparing ourselves and going all out and trying to beat the other person. An approach like that is riddled with problems. First of all, you may wear yourself out trying to win something that doesn't really matter. Secondly, you put yourself on the clock and all of a sudden somebody wins and now I guess you're a loser. Third, and almost always, all those people gain all that weight back by Christmas. It was a finite, small, almost meaningless competition. Compare that to the guy over on the other side of the office who didn't get involved in all of that. He's just working on being a healthier eater. He's just trying to walk 30 minutes a day. He knows he can't do it as fast as everyone else is doing it. But his objective isn't to win a $25 gift card to Chick-fil-A. His objective is to become a better version of himself. To walk a road that is infinite, that doesn't have an end, until, of course, he lays this life aside. An effort that is proven by a beautiful journey of self-improvement and wonderful little accomplishments and freedoms and benefits all along the way. 
Sinek, in one of his speeches, applied this to business. So let me see if I can relate it to you in that way. He had done two speeches. One was at a Microsoft conference for teachers, and the other was at an Apple conference. He said 70% of the Microsoft executive speeches were about how do we beat Apple? And they had all these deadlines, like maybe we can catch up to them by the second quarter of next year. And if we do this just right, two years from now, we can be the number one computer company in the country. The whole objective is to compete, overcome, and reach some level where you can claim victory. Although what's funny is that's incredibly arbitrary and no one really ever is the clear winner in something like that. He said, but then I went and spent some time listening to Apple executives present, and I was there to present as well. And he said, 100% of the speeches were about helping teachers get equipped to do their work and helping students find a better way to learn. Now, you might be like, where did that come from? I thought this was about Microsoft versus Apple. No, that's just the way one company thought of it. The other company isn't concerned with what Microsoft is doing at all. They're concerned with doing their work well, with improving in the categories that are relevant right in front of them. I told you, it was a teacher's conference. It's about helping people do their work better. And it is that very clear distinction in mindset from the finite finish line victory of one company to the infinite game of continuing and betterment of the other. One more funny story on that. He said after his Microsoft conference, they gave him a Zune MP3 player. This was back in 2010, and the Zune was the cutting-edge technology on digital music. And he said to himself, he said, this is the finest piece of technology I've ever held in my hand. So later, he did the Apple conference speech, and he was in a vehicle with a very high-end Apple executive. And he said, I like to stir the pot a little bit. So I told the guy, you know, after the Microsoft conference, they gave me a Zune, which I got to tell you, is a whole lot nicer and more cutting edge than your iPod Classic. He said the executive looked at him and goes, I have no doubt. And that was the end of the conversation. He wasn't interested in comparing or defending or investigating. And you know what? At the time, that was a correct statement. The Zune was a better product than the iPod Classic. And while the Microsoft people might have loved to get their hands on a cutting-edge iPod to try to beat them out, Apple was just busy trying to develop products on their own in a way that fit their culture to try to just keep getting better. So how'd that work out in the end? Well, that was only 12 years ago, and I had to go Google what a Zune was. I even spelled it wrong the first time. So let me share with you a few applications at the end, at least how all of this came together to affect my thinking. Number one, play the infinite game when it comes to goals. In whatever category you'd like to talk to me about, preaching, marriage, friendship, whatever, my goal is to plan for the long term, be the best that I can, keep exploring new levels above that as long as God keeps me in the game. As long as God gives me breath and a marriage and a chance to preach, I just want to keep learning how to do that better. And it may not be the orthodox approach that others take. Some of what I do to accomplish that may seem unnecessary to you, but I can't really be concerned about that. I'm setting long-term new levels as long as God is with me goals, as opposed to short-term, burnout giving it a thousand percent, timed finite goals 
with a finish line. Because there are only two outcomes. Outcome one, you lose and you feel terrible about yourself. Outcome number two, you win. You get the ribbon. You did it. You beat someone. But tomorrow, you'll just have to get out of bed and find something else, some other date, or some other adversary. And that leads to the second thing. I am done comparing myself to other people. Other men, other preachers, other achievers. I want to get their help. I want to admire them. I seek counsel because I want to also build a long-term life of growth in those areas. It reminds me of the guy with the axe who took no breaks. How many days did he get beat watching that guy take an hour off before he finally asked what he was doing? How many days did he just swing harder, get meaner and more aggressive before he finally gave up and thought, I guess I really need to know what he's doing that I need to be doing. When competition gives away to genuine curiosity and need, we realized the objective wasn't for me to come out ahead of you. The objective was for both of us to keep going, to do well, and to surpass previous limits. And then lastly, and I'm sure we've talked about this before, in a finite game, the goal is to accomplish a thing. But in the infinite game, it's about the kind of person you are becoming. I was reading about smokers a couple of years ago. You can be a smoker who found a way to quit smoking. You're still a smoker. You just have tremendous self-control. And I hope that you can hold it. It's been six months since your last cigarette, and that's amazing. But what if your goal was not just to quit by the end of the month? Your goal was to become the kind of person who doesn't smoke. There's no end date to that. It's just the complete transformation of you into a version of yourself that you would say is better. And so in whatever area you were working on, it would just be important that you believed that. It would not be so important what other people think. And ultimately, your only guide would be, over time, do I believe that this is pleasing God, who I will face at the end? And am I becoming the kind of person who is seeing results in my relationships? Not a result where you raise a flag of victory, but results as I am under this unending, just keep going and growing effort to incrementally but consistently build out the best version of me. And again, if God is pleased and the people in your life are excited about the future that they have with you as they witness this continual growth, you don't have to give the first thought to what the axe swinger next to you is doing or what he thinks about what you're doing, or whatever finite fool's game he wants you to play. Your view is long, optimistic, even eternal, as you play the infinite game. Thank you so much for joining in today. If you enjoyed this program, consider sharing it with your family and your friends. And if you're just in search of deeper Bible study or you want to share the message of Jesus with the children in your life, remember to go to creationtorevelation.com. This wonderful company run by Christians provides beautiful illustrations of scripture from beginning to end, putting the spotlight on Jesus. And remember this, whatever you choose to do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, excel still more.